This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Heading off to the Helderberg to connect with Alma Pollard. She's the executive director of The Green Times. She's also an eco-consultant and a coach. You know what? I've never called you by that title, Alma Pollard, ego eco-consultant. But I kind of like the way that it sounds. Good morning and welcome as always. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, great to talk to you. And now, Elmer, um, load shedding, and we just dealt with it in the news here again. And uh, I, I'm going to say this because it's what a lot of people are thinking. Promises were made that this kind of a thing wouldn't happen. Then it came around and has uh, jumped on us. And then we've all said, okay, we all expected this. So now we're in it and we've become accustomed to it. We all have the necessaries, whether it's some candles or some patience, whichever we feel we need the most of to get through it. Then the realization that this isn't just going to end because when I did some research yesterday on load shedding, I realized when it first arrived all those many years ago and now it's been with us and it becomes part of our lives. And then again, Elma, I read an article on the Green Times reminding us of how amazing South Africa is as a place in the world for solar energy and how much we'd be able to generate by the sun. And yet none of those things have ever happened. It just feels like a brick wall, Elma. Yeah, one must one must must always have perspective. It helps because it helps with patience and it helps mm. with resilience in terms of your mind and <clears throat> and keeping at it and not giving up. We uh, it, it did. Did you know that load shedding did cost the country three hundred and thirty eight billion rands over the last ten years? So that's very expensive. And lately, of course, ten units went down in seven power stations, which is why we are collapsed again. Mm. So it's not great, and particularly now in view of COVID-19, we've had such incredible economic setbacks. I mean, the news has just been terrible. Mm. We cannot deal with... So we basically have a perfect storm because we've got those setbacks and we've got energy issues. So the answer, according to the CSIR and this article that we're talking about today, called Those Sitting Is Here to Stay, Energy Efficiency Vital is energy efficiency. So that's why we're talking about that today. And, it is, and it's a hopeful story. It's not, it's not just doom and gloom. Mm. Because COVID-19 has changed our energy landscape completely. And so instead of focusing on energy efficiency this year, we were focusing on crisis management, which is understandable. Mm. That, had to, that had to happen. So now they're saying the perfect way to respond to to re- respond to the economic and environmental and the social consequences that we're now sitting with is energy efficiency. So because through energy efficiency systems and really am- ambitious goals, we can create a whole lot of jobs, we can stimulate the economy, we can create affordable power, and we can recover. So it's very important that this is done in a proper um, stimulus program and that they need massive cooperation and cooperation from you and I and industry and government. Everybody needs to work together because this is a recovery program. Alma, there are other ways that we could be generating electricity en masse in South Africa. And I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation an article, I think in the Green Times, I was reading it, I think it was backdated to 2015. And it was talking about the renewable energy. 
And this conversation is not new, obviously. And even in the South African context where, you know, things moved a little bit differently, we're very much aware of it and the conversation comes up all the time, yet there's no move in that direction. So just from a sort of a, from a, an obs- observer's perspective, why is that not pursued? Is, is money, energy and effort placed in other sectors of our economy and our country and not there? Well, I, I wouldn't say there's no move. There, there's definitely moves in that direction. It's just too slow. Oh. So more and more solar power is going up. Um, and I have to say, if you look back over the last 20 years, we have planet-wide imp- implemented a lot of energy efficiencies. In fact, if we hadn't done those, we would have used consumed 13% more power on the planet, and we would have uh, emitted 14% more greenhouse gases. So we have had an improvement over the last 20 years. It's just not as fast as we needed. Mm. So it needs to be speeded up. Um, You know, the thing is, in South Africa, we've had issues with the independent power producer program. Um, The focus has not been there, especially not this year. Mm. And the focus needs to be, that needs to be top of focus. Seriously, that is the way to respond to, to, to recover the country now. So it needs to be made absolutely dead easy. I mean, why are you and I not on solar power yet? Yeah, because question. there's all sorts of impediments. Before, because it's not been affordable. Well, now it is affordable. You actually can get the financing, and it will be less than paying paying your your electricity bill. But yeah, it's still a matter of a big amount. Why is it not? Why are they not going door to door explaining it, just lining it up for you? But that's really what we um, environmentalists should also get more involved in. The big, the big problem that I think we need to understand is you don't take your current energy uh, um, consumption and pop that onto solar. That is unaffordable and it's not the right way to do it. You first implement um, um, energy efficiency programs. Yes. So in your own house, you look at your consumption and you decide, right, I'm going to half it. That's your first, your first step. Now, that is something absolutely everybody should be busy with. How are you reducing your consumption? And I don't see a lot of people busy with this. I don't see um, um, families with, uh, with ideas on, on the blackboard and weekly targets and going through all your, uh, your um, in- instruments and seeing how much does it consume. I mean, you, you look at the back of your, of your whatever poster and you see how much... Uh, how many kilowatt hours per, per hour it uses. Mm. You know how many hours you use that thing, and then you can work out how much it is per month. It's actually dead simple. Look, I'm not an, an electrician, so if, if I can wrap my mind around that, yeah. um, then anybody can. It's a nice project also for a family to do. So I think that's the first thing. And once you have reduced it considerably, then it's, it's very easy to go onto solar. So it, we have to understand that it's not a massive big deal, and we have to get ourselves unplugged from the old system. The problem is that in, you know energy was always very very cheap in South Africa, yeah. so we just got spoiled, and we created very bad habits. As in, you switch a light on in the day. I mean, what is there that you can't see? It's always my question <laughs> if people do that. What, yes. what more do you need to see? You know, surely. Daylight is enough. So I'm always the light police. And we all remember when I used to teach in schools, yeah. every classroom, I go and switch all the lights. Oh, my goodness. 
And the first person who comes in switches the light back on. I'm like, what can't you see here? You know? Mm. So, so it's just bad habits and it takes a bit of focus to change a habit. But they say 21 days and you've rewired your brain. So we can all do that. And then we don't need that much energy. Plugs that are not in use, why aren't they off? Mm. Why are they still sitting on? They are still sucking energy. I mean, at night when you go to sleep, how many plugs are on in your house while you're sleeping? You can't use that energy while you're sleeping. It's totally unnecessary. But why is it still on? There are many little things like that. So we we all have to work together with that. And we can absolutely change things. This is, this is our... Our recovery program yes. for, for COVID-19, we need to create new, um, get, uh, learn from, from other, from industry best practice to, to draw up new policies, to create, to design and to implement new things and to adapt to our local conditions. Some fantastic stats, if that's what you're into at the end of the story, is talking about how different the world would have been if it wasn't for um, some improvements that were made in the area of energy efficiency. And just a testimony coming out of our building here that our offices of Radio K Pulpit, um, our station manager did exactly that. Uh, I forget, I think it might have been a year or so ago, Alma went through the building and changed the light bulbs. You know, we have these fluorescent ones and changed it to a different style and whatever, and then measured it over the course of a few weeks and sat down with us once in a staff meeting and said, and it's probably about a year ago, I said, this is how many literally thousands we've been able to save throughout the course of a month in this big building and studios of ours by simply changing the light bulbs and reducing the number of them. And we can all see perfectly well. And Amazing. It's, it's so and if possible. you were to go and save all that save those savings yeah. at, in, into a little account where you where you're saving for your solar you know energy yes. conversion, then you have the money in no time. So there you go. It's all possible, but you just got to want to do it, and then you've got to figure it out, and then you've just got Absolutely. to do it. And you know, I'm also a health coach, so the connection with human health is always there. Whatever's best for the environment is best for us. All these bright lights are incredibly bad for our eyes and for our health. They emit blue light. Mm. Blue light is very unhealthy for us, except for 12 o'clock in the day when the sun emits blue light. That's when we should have it. If we have blue light at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, your body thinks it's midday. And then you complain that you can't sleep properly. It's totally unnatural. Alma Pollard, always always a fount of information and challenges for all of us. We could listen to this, turn the radio off and say, or we could say, hang on a moment. We could change something here. We could be part of the change. And that's the only way things are truly going to shift. We take responsibility. Alma Pollard, thank you. Alma's editor of The Green Times. It's thegreentimes.co.za. Today, story load shedding here to stay. And uh, energy efficiency is vital. You'll find that on The Green Times. And there's also a cartoon at the top on load shedding to make you smile. Uh, or maybe it should make you cry. <laughs> I'm not sure which <laughs> it one. Is funny. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Alma. Appreciate you. Have a lovely you. day. Bye. That's Alma Pollard. Thanks, Alma. You'll be able to catch this podcast as well if you want to share it with someone else, if you want to take it home and have a little bit of uh, ammunition so you can say to your family, guys and gals, we've got to do something. Let's, let me let, have a listen to what Alma says. Let's change something. And kids, if you're listening, take that kind of a conversation to your parents. When kids bring it up, parents take it seriously. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za